Welcome to the Success by Design podcast, where we teach professional women to achieve success on their own terms. In a world that often tells us we're not enough and that success requires sacrificing our well-being, we're here to challenge that narrative. Our podcast teaches you how to close your confidence gap, avoid burnout and overwhelm, and navigate demanding careers without sacrificing your personal life. We provide actionable strategies and insights to help you boost your peace, your potential, and your paycheck. Subscribe and review our podcast today, and let's start designing the life you deserve. Hello, family. Welcome to our show today. We're continuing our discussion from our last episode, talking about imposter syndrome and confidence and how that affects us. Today, we're going to be focusing on the value aspects and how your values align with your role and with your success. So Greg, jump right in and let us know how you're feeling about values. I love this topic. You know, I have developed a lot of leadership training, very much technical aspect. And I do believe that that works, but there was always a missing element. Every time that leaders would come, whether it's managers or managing up, there was always that missing piece, that personal leadership aspect. And when I sit down with clients on a one-on-one, one of the things that we talk about is why is it that, yes, you got where you're at. However, you don't know how to get to the next stage. And what I've noticed is that a lot of the people I speak with, they are very savvy. They're very driven. They're very intelligent. A lot of them has emotional intelligence. They have all the qualities. What they don't have is knowing how to use their values in a context of organizational environment. And I find it very interesting that people would put aside their personal value or doesn't even define their values. And then when they come to my office, they're like, I don't know if I should stay here, if I should move forward, et cetera, et cetera. And then when we look at their values and we see that hmm, there might be a mismatch with your core values and the position that you're at or the environment that you're at, which affects your confidence and triggers imposter feelings. Yes, it does. I was thinking about a good exercise that you can do from time to time is to review your values because they can change. When you go to different roles, different places in your life, your values may change a little bit or what's important to you. Maybe when you're a little younger getting started in your career, money means a lot. Maybe money is one of those values that is really important to you. But maybe as you progress in your career, money may go down a little bit. As you, of course, start making more money and getting more roles and things like that, maybe impact becomes more important. And I find that with a lot of people, the impact, the work that they're doing, who are they affecting? Are they making the world a better place? place? Are they helping their direct reports? Are they helping their employees to be better? Are they helping them progress? All of those things become more important. And so when you think about that imposter syndrome and those thoughts come up and you have those things going through your head, taking the time out to think about your values and seeing, are my values aligned with the role that I'm currently in? If I'm thinking that I am a fraud, if I'm thinking I don't belong here, have I taken on a role that is in alignment with my values? And if you do find that it isn't, then that may help you kind of combat that imposter syndrome. Because if you take that time to really realize what's important and what you value, and then find a role where you're able to be in alignment with that, it's going to make it a lot easier. You're going to feel positive. You're going to feel good about getting up every day. You're going to feel good about the impact you're having. You're going to feel good about the work that you're doing. And that can help so much. Some people may have trouble even identifying sometimes. Maybe they've been in a role for so long and they just kind of feel a little lost. And they may say, Haley, I don't really know what my values are anymore. If they're as important to me as I thought, or maybe I can't find a role with my skill set 
that will allow me to be able to work and have alignment with my values. And that may be true, but that's when we really stop. And you hear me talk about this a lot, strengths and your skill set and really examining. Many times we may think about the basic skills. I may tell somebody, tell me what your strengths are. They may name a couple of things and then they say, well, that's it. And I'm like, no, it's not. There's so much more. And then we open up the conversation more by asking them some more questions. They think about it. And then pretty soon before we know it, they may have a list of 20 strengths that they didn't even realize they had. And that's the same way with value. When you start looking at your strengths, seeing what areas you excel in can really help you to see what values, what's most important to you. How does that line up? We can even bring passions into it. That's another conversation we can talk about later. But when your maybe your strengths, your skills, your values, and your passions all align, that's an amazing spot to be in and an amazing place to be in. And years ago, I think even before COVID and all the way the world changed, people just kind of worked in a job. You know, I've been in this job. I'll just keep on working. But now the way the world changed, the way we view things, the way we view life, all of those things changed about kind of what's more important. And are we living our lives and living our days in ways that we're getting value? we're having impact. And that's become so much more important. And those things, again, are going to build confidence and they're going to help you combat that imposter syndrome. And to reiterate on that, defining your core values may feel abstract at first, but articulating what matters most to you is fundamental to figuring out what's your next move or what's your next step for brave. Maybe it's a brave career change, or maybe it's simply a promotion, or maybe it's completely changing industry. Regardless of what it is, when you define your core values, it does a few things. It lessens your emotional reactivity. It acts like a filter to reduce doubt and overthinking. And honestly, it has a positive effect on your emotional well-being, but also internally, right? So it provides some stability and it allows you to give yourself some metrics for success. The other thing I was thinking about when Haley was sharing, you said something and it triggered something in me. I thought that, yes, values change. And I was like, hmm, why? The reason why is that you have your personal core value. They are yours. That doesn't change. What change is the value from a organization. So for instance, I gave a course on visibility and that course, I say there's values, your personal value, but you also have a core set of values that is attached to visibility. So that could be very different. You could realize that on one hand, your personal value is being authentic. And then you realize that your visibility values is helping others. So which means that you're helping others in a very specific environment might prime over your authenticity feature. So look at how you, depending of which role you have, what is the core value that you want to showcase based on your work versus what is your personal values based on your day-to-day? And you'll see that one, it might be completely different. Two, it might be the same, which is great, but there's no fault. This is not an exercise to find fault, but it's going to help you discover yourself. And lastly, you may feel and see that either you have new values when you're in professional setting and the order of your personal value may be very different. Hopefully that helps and support whoever needs to align their ambition with their work. You just made me think about something. I'm going to put my coach's hat on for a second. I'm going to ask you a question. Do you feel that your professional values and your personal values have to align? There was a time I thought, yes, I really did. And I realized that it drove me crazy. Like I would go to the office and 
I would hear the organization's value, right? So they have a value. And oftentimes I align my personal value to that. But with time, I realized that depending on the work that I want to do. So for instance, if you want to move forward, I mentioned invisibility, my visibility, I love to be behind the scene, by the way. So my visibility brings a new set of value. And because that, that new set of core value that is now attached to my professional work, now I have to assess my work and my next level or my career path to that value first before looking into my personal value. Because if not, there's a lot of things that happens in my surrounding that is not totally aligned, right? So there's a set of values for leadership. There's a set of value for visibility. There's a set of value for whatever else that is out there. And now you have to look at, okay, what is the right value that I can use to move forward? Yes, yes. I agree. Because I think about as you were saying that, that what's going to help you to move forward. So again, going back and revisiting your goals. So what are my goals as far as my career? What are my goals in the role that I'm currently in? And do the things that I value, are they going to lend themselves to help me progress toward those goals, helping me accomplish those goals? And I find in that sense, when they're misaligned, then that's where you can kind of have trouble navigating. What do I want to do? Where do I want to end up? If I'm in a role that maybe isn't for me, or I've been in too long, or I'm stuck, how can I get unstuck? What can help me to get unstuck? Sometimes we don't know where to start when we're stuck. And I find that going back to the basics, but it doesn't necessarily have to be because something that's really personable to us, we may not want to share with everybody at work. You know, something that's a really big value for us. We don't want the world to know, so to speak. So we may keep that out of our professional life or out of our professional values, but it's something that we do on the side. We make it our personal enjoyment outside of work that we do. And so, but it's great if they can align as well. I feel that at this point in my life, when what I'm doing, the work I'm doing, the impact I'm having, I feel that my personal and professional values do align. Previously in my career, I know they didn't. So I admonish everyone, think about that. Think about what your personal values are. Think about what your professional values are. See how close aligned they are. And you may be able to, if you are stuck, be able to use those to help you to examine where can I go? What do I want to do? Where can I end up? What can I do more of so I'm getting more enjoyment? I want to be able to wake up on Monday mornings and jump out of bed and be excited about going to work. Like I can't wait to do whatever it is that you do that's going to bring you that joy. It's going to bring you that excitement. And when you get that or have that, and it may not be every day. I mean, let's honest, things are going to happen. We're going to have challenges. So that's not an every single day feeling, but if that's more of our feeling than the dread feeling we have or the unhappy feeling that we have, because we want to enjoy the moments. We want to enjoy the life. We want to enjoy the people that we're around. And we can do that when we're able to align our values values with what we're doing each and every day. I love that. And I'm going to finish with this. For those that like to read, the author of the book, Atomic Habits, James Clear, created a ritual to document the steps he would take to set a higher standard in his work. He wanted to lead with more honesty. He wanted to build a business that served his audience. So what he did, he started observing whether or not his core values were something that he was actually acting upon, right? Because it's great to say that you have values. It's another to be in integrity with it. 
right? So he created for three years what he called the Integrity Report. You should read about it. It's actually very interesting. And which forced him to remain committed and to revisit his core value every time that he had to make a decision, look into his personal life, whether he's living in sincere way, in authenticity. And the question he asked, which is also the question I'm going to ask you to ask yourself is, am I actually living like the type of person I claim to be? And in an organization context or in a workplace context, I would say, am I actually living or am I actually working like the type of person I claim to be? So use that question and do your reflection and define your core value to help you and drive you wherever you want to go into your life. I can't answer that. That's great. That's enough right there. That's all we need to do. (laughs) And I love that. That's going to help you so much, especially I find as you're further along in your career and, you know, managing people, you're on that leadership journey, that leadership track, thinking about that, pausing in that moment and really going back and re-examining that and asking yourself that question that Greg shared is going to be amazing. And I love it. So if you all do that, please share in the comments, give us or send us a memo, send us a note about how that worked out for you, what came up for you and what you're going to do with that. That would be great. So thank you so much for tuning in to our Success by Design podcast today. It was great having this conversation. It was so warm and so inviting. So thank you for listening. If this resonated with you, please rate or review this episode. Listen on your favorite platform. And I want you to remember you intentionally design your success today. So go out there and do it. Have a great day, everybody. That's it for this episode. And as always, you have the power to create the life you want. So go out there and intentionally design your success today. Thank you so much for listening. And we hope you'll join us again next time on the Success by Design podcast.